Welcome to Super Entrepreneurs Podcast. Today we have with us Dimple Takrar. How are you, Dimple? I am amazing. Thank you. I'm glad that you took the time to come on our show, Dimple. I know we met before and it was such a great meeting and I'm pretty enthused to have this discussion with you, with everyone else in the audience. But if you don't mind, in your own words, introducing yourself, meaning what you do exactly, and then we'll take it from there. Thank you, Shay. Thank you so much for having You're me welcome. on. Like, My just pleasure. meeting you was so much fun. We had an incredible conversation. Yeah. I've known you forever. So, I yes, that. so true. Thank you. So, my name is Dimple Thakra. I'm based in the UK, and my journey really is all about personal development. It's all about me living what I support others with. So I am an executive alignment coach and I specialize in relationships. And as my life evolves, I've created some incredible books, some incredible courses, and the whole journey of spirituality just kind of fell into my lap <laughs> and so I very much work with spirit and strategy do both so good yeah that's me in a nutshell really <laughs> that's great Dimpo and how did it happen can you share that story that you meant you said that it fell in your lap yeah my background is I'm very much a scientist I'm a trained clinical dietitian and I worked in the National Health Service for gosh about 22 years and what I didn't realize was until hindsight, which is a wonderful thing, that was my apprenticeship because I have always been quite psychic, quite spiritually connected, and I pushed it away. I was scared. I was scared of what I saw. I was scared of what I felt. And when I look back, my mom was the same. And I believe we all have it, by the way. I believe we all have this intuition and ability. I just believe that not all of us have the courage to embrace it until no. the shit hits the fan. And that's yeah, what exactly. <laughs> that's what it, that's that wake up call. The wake up call, right? The awakening, yeah. and that's what happened with me. Yes. And it happened because my marriage was on the brink of divorce, and. I was gifted to have an incredible intervention with Tony Robbins and he saw me like he saw my soul before I even saw it. And having that brutal awakening and wake up call really helped me understand my own alignment, my own authenticity. And since then it's been a journey. I've been coaching sort of 25 years, including out of the dietetics. But what I realized on that journey in the dietetics was that I worked with people who were dying. So my speciality was neurology. So I worked with people with motor neuron disease, Parkinson's, MS, stroke. And what I look like looking back, what I realize now is that I knew before the person knew whether they were going to pass or not. 
even if the clinical data didn't represent that. And it was right usually? Every time. Every time. Wow. Every time. We just had the World Cup, and I could tell you the score before the end of the Wow. Do you play lottery? I don't, but I should have. <laughs> Definitely yeah. done some gambling with this with the World Cup. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting because and even people who were clinically the doctors were saying they're gonna pass soon. I knew whether they I knew they wouldn't. Like and it and so this gift came and then when I say how did it fall in my lap? So I learned how to be a theta healer or theta healer, whichever way you want to say it. And that literally fell in my lap because I'm a scientist. Like, where's the evidence? Like, this is too weird. <laughs> Where yeah. Evidence? Like, these, like, how can you shift matter? And yeah. how can thought alone shift matter? And... I started doing learning theta healing just by sheer coincidence. Like I was watching a Facebook live randomly. I got a, like a whisper and I call it the whispers. Put your phone on and watch Facebook at a really random time in the day, one day. And I thought, okay. So I put my phone on. There was a woman on there who was a theta healing teacher doing a live, 200 people on the phone with her doing this live. And she was doing a Q&A. And I asked a question and I knew my question would be picked up first. And literally the moment I asked it, it was picked up. And so I ended up connecting with her. She was in Australia and I thought she was based in Australia. No, she was based in England. And she said to me, I said to her, I need to learn what you're doing. And Shahid, if I can tell you, I had no idea why I was saying this. None. Like it was like her out-of-body experience, like I was witnessing myself speaking to this woman and being, it, it almost, it felt like a puppet. I was the puppeteer moving the physical body. Wow. And so anyway, she said, okay, come. I'm based in England, come. And this was in June of 2017. And she said, come. And I said, okay, when, where, how? And she said, 15 days in January. And I said, I can't come January because me and my husband have booked to go to Oneness Academy in India. And it's a full-blown academy, this. It's a university, so they have their set schedules, right? And we'd already paid our deposit. It was all set. And she said, it'll have to be May. Again, the puppeteer, May's too late. It's going to be January. It was wild. And the minute I put the phone down from her saying, okay, May, I got an email through from Oneness Academy saying, we've canceled your course. Oh, wow. This kind of stuff happens to, to me as well. Like I'll be, sorry to interrupt, but many times I will be feeling something and I'm just trying to think of some examples. Like, for example, if I'm, I wanted to go out somewhere and I realize I have a podcast interview and with podcast interviews, I get confined to the studio, right? I can't really go anywhere. I could, but 
I just like to do it here. I wanted to go out as well. So I would, this happened a few times, not just once. And I would just say, you know what? I would, it would be cool if I could just do it. It's just a very quick kind of feeling that I could just do this another day, not to be like slacking or anything, but it was just something to do with the family and everybody was doing something. So all of a sudden I'll get an email. It will say that I will, I need to reschedule. I'm so sorry. Like it happened a few times and many other examples, but go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. And this is it, how thought can shift matter. It's a beautiful example, mm. right? So simple, and yet yeah. we make it complex. It's just a yeah. passing thought. It's like a whimsical yeah. passing thought, right? Yeah. And yeah. yeah, this is what happened. So January was freed up, and we got full deposits back, no explanation, no offering of another, nothing, right? So I went along mm. and did January. I went, and it was 15 days. And the lady said, so the first four days I did the course with this, with people. And then the fifth day, there were new people that arrived. Well, this is odd. And then it happened on the eighth day again. So I said to the lady, why is not everybody finishing the full 15 days? Why is it different people each time? Because I had no, I literally did not look at any information. I just paid my money. I didn't even know where I was going really. I just paid my money. She said to me, I had a message from the creator, and that was that you had to do five courses in one go. Now, normally, this takes three years because you have to have a break in between because when you're doing the learning, the energy healing, you're clearing energy from your body, so it takes a lot of uh, resources from your body, right? Because the spirit can move fast, but the human body is dense. So it requires time to heal. But she said, I've never in the whole time I've been teaching 20 odd years that I've been asked to do it this way. But I asked Creator several times and it was a firm yes. So I ended up doing a compressed amount of training in 15 days. And then literally the next day I got clients coming through for healing. So. It's wild how it came to me. So when I say it fell in my lap, and even now the scientist in me is blown away at how I can lift. Yeah, I can imagine. Back pain, severe back pain. For somebody who's in Australia, I don't even see the woman. I never knew she had an ailment. So suddenly walking again in 45 minutes. There are so many miracles. And the truth of it all is that we all have these gifts. We all have these powers. Everyone. Every mm. single one of us, right? Mm. It's whether you have the courage and the faith to believe it's possible for you. Yeah. I was fighting it for the longest time. A lot of the things and a lot of the situations said coincidence, coincidence, yes. kind of thing. But then I started playing with it and I started experiencing more things. As You still don't believe it. You still don't believe that it's, yeah, it's mind-blowing, right? Honestly, it's, you hear people, they brush it off when you talk about it at times. But, and I was one of them. I was always the guy that would be talking in my head about people that would approach me with this kind of stuff. I say, oh mm-hmm. my God, not another one. I would be literally like seeing that within and I would still be pulling out, be with them, but I never had any, absolutely any interest to continue that conversation. So many times, like I, I've got invited say, Hey, let's just chat for half an hour. Yeah. I wish I did that back in 2010. <laughs> I had one that I remember, 
Yeah. And I wanted to, I look back, I said, how many years did I waste the struggle? But uh, I wish I gave that gentleman a time, but I, it's okay because now it's just becoming a thing where even the people that you meet, uh, you sense the pureness, right? Like when we met, when we started talking for the first time, you read in, read a lot more than I did because I'm not there as experienced as you are, but definitely there was stuff that you were sensing that I wasn't at that level. If you wanted to share some of that right now, that'd be great. But I was blown away because I saw that, I felt that energy. I felt that person that you mean, like you, you genuinely mean well for me. And I don't even know you, you know, that feeling like that dimple, whatever she could do, she just wants to help. Because that strong feeling, that's all I was reading. I wasn't reading anything else, but you were talking about a lot of other things as well on top of that. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah. It's so powerful, yeah. right? Because what happens with me is that I'm able to see, not see with these eyes, but see with spiritual eyes, see with soul connection. Like I see your soul, right? And the purity of your soul. And the fact that you weren't meant to wake up until when you did. It was divine timing. You had to go through, your soul had to learn certain things in the struggle in order to know that it's alive, right? And so it's not that anybody's more advanced or less advanced. It's just divine timing when we're ready to wake up. That's all it is. And there's no, and I want this to really land for people. There's no hierarchy. Just because I see things differently to you, it's only because I've just read a little more in terms of the spiritual trusting. And I have more evidence and data now to trust. So you will be able to read me in the same way I can read you. It's just you'll question it more than I will. So you... Yes, it's the doubt. I'm really good now because I started playing with it. And Bye. three years since I've been studying this stuff and thoughts and inner world and spending time on the inside my entire existence shifted like my relationships business wow. everything just seems easier everything just seems yeah. fun you wake up like, yeah let's go like a child like you're and people see that say, what's going on with you every single person that knows me says that same thing there's a huge difference in you they can't pinpoint because I'm still the same voice. I'm still speaking, exactly. but they just, they can't pinpoint what it is. They just say there's a huge difference. Yeah. But you see, they even say that, yeah, you sound the same. Everything's just the same, yeah. but there's something that's different. It's interesting because as human beings, we can't articulate the feelings. We, and because we forget that we're animals. And as animals, we have an instinct of energy. Energy transpires through, through electronics, through, we, we don't need, I'll give you an example. Have you ever had that feeling where you think of somebody and you haven't spoken to them in a long time and then suddenly they connect with you, either a text message or a phone call? All the time. Many, many, oh. very, is very, is getting, is becoming very common. Yes. And the instinct that a mother or a father has when their child is not well. It's the same thing. We're connecting like animals. Animals don't have language. We forget that as human beings, we're animals first. We have an innate instinct, right? 
And when we open up and you said something key, which was fun and effortless, right? When we surrender and let go of putting meaning on everything, like I can read you because I surrendered to the meaning. I don't have to be right. I just have to know. And the labels, and the labels. The labels. You ask me what I do, it's hard for me to say I'm a coach, I'm a healer, what am I? I actually, I just see souls. <laughs> That's the only way I can describe it, that I see souls. Like I was working in West Palm Beach with a client and I was in the hotel after I'd finished work, sat at the bar and this gentleman came up to the bar and I always sit at the bar because I don't like to eat alone. So I like to just connect with the bar people. And so I always sit at the bar and this gentleman came up and I just felt his energy. It was powerful. It was like a warrior, right? And somehow we got talking and I was able to tell him his whole life story because he was so open with me. And he was blown away and I was blown away because I still get blown away by the information that comes through. But here's the key. Everybody gets the same information. It's whether yeah. you're willing to let go of the doubt. Yeah, Dimple, when I was in, back in the day, when I think about it, there's been so many people that I came across and I crossed paths with that, like, it just this feeling, right? But I didn't know what the heck it was. I just said, okay, whatever. It was just something. You don't realize, but now that you, when you at times think about those situations, you said, okay, that person, I don't know if he was, or I don't know at this point, but maybe he was an awakened person, like maybe... Uh -huh. Because the way that they, the way that the spoken, the words that come out, that energy that comes out from someone that is more awakened, is yeah. has a different level of energy to it. It actually feels like it's penetrating your chest. I, I, these things are very hard to explain. I don't know, but it's just, it's, there's something about it that you, I, you can't figure out when it happens. You brush it off because it doesn't make sense. But then as you study this and as you, become more calmer and i wanted to ask you this question too calming the mind is super important right for this to all this to happen 100 percent. some of the things yeah. that i practice on a daily basis meditation is a must for me like i am if i actually get a high on being connected so what does that mean when i calm the mind and i go into space and there is no yeah there is nothing like my husband and I yeah. did a meditation this morning and we woke up and honestly, both of us felt like we were high. We both had this inner peace. Like I can. We were flying. Somewhat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Somewhat. I do. Uh, I can relate to that. It there's, I can just share what I feel, how I feel. I like it's a very, it's a lightness to it. There's some lightness into it that, your body doesn't feel as heavy, but yeah. does it just doesn't feel that tense. It just feels loose. And then that there's this blissful feeling like yeah. there's this, uh, yes. this you're moving your arms and then you feel the air, the breeze. I don't know what it is. It's just yeah. very deep sense of your existence, if that makes sense. It's beautiful. And yeah, I love the way that you've articulated that, Shahid. It's presence. 
you're present with yeah. yourself. You're present with your environment. And it and you can't help but smile. You can't help but your eyes smile. <laughs> because because <laughs> it literally feels like an energetic high, but without any drugs. Yeah. Like I drink anymore, very rarely. I might have yeah. champagne, but very rarely. I don't we just and it's interesting because when you first start meditating, because many of you will be thinking, she's clearly on something because, and I am. <laughs> she, when I first started meditating, it was not easy to sit still. Let me tell you, it was not. I will be perfectly honest. Yeah. Like training at the gym. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, pleasant. it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's not pleasant. You need willpower initially, yeah, for sure, yeah, until you fall in love. You also need to know why you're doing it. There yeah. has to be a goal. Why are you doing it? For me, it was to free my mind of pain and suffering. Yeah. And the pain yeah. and suffering was actually my own mind and my own thoughts. It's never the situation. Thought. No. Yeah. And where yeah. this key thing, when I realized that I am the creator through my thoughts of my external environment, not the other way around. When I became the victor, not the victim, right? When I realized that I had created all the pain and suffering in my life, including, and this was, this is going to sound really odd, but I want this to land and I use it as an extreme example to help illustrate the point, including having five miscarriages. I am mm. the creator of my external environment. For a long time, my thoughts were before I had my children was, I don't want children. Yeah, you're causing it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a really yeah, difficult it's the thoughts. thing to up to, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's very difficult to accept. And many people, I always like to say, people get in their own way. And you heard that too from many experts. And, yes. and literally, when I first time I heard that, I thought it was a Yes, like I was actually upset when, yes, when my when, a lot of people you know, get yeah a lot yeah I get offended yeah I got offended it was because um, you have to then you've nobody to blame you have to really take a look at yourself yeah well, <laughs> I, it was a trigger for sure because I was initially pissed like I was upset yeah. but then after that what happened was I couldn't stop thinking about it get in my own way what the hell is this Yes, about. it's all. What do you mean? Get in my own way? Like I'm here. Like this is me. What am I getting in my way with? This guy's yeah. crazy. What is he talking about? But then the more I studied, the more I studied, the more I studied, the more I realized that wow, those programmed thoughts were getting in my way. They were just stopping me, even though I was trying to believe and I was doing, making the effort, working on it. I would keep getting those voices in my head telling me otherwise because they're coming from my paradigms. They were just stopping me, and I would go with that train emotionally just feel bad about what I what I'm trying to do or achieve or the efforts I'm making I was doubting all that and yes. then I'll start back from the beginning then feel good a little bit then I'll try again lots of time was wasted in that if people just got out of the way as soon as possible like you mentioned let loose like just let go and just surrender and just go with the flow they'll be surprisingly happy with the results and I love that. I love it. Exactly. It's the key is happiness because shit yeah. still happens to me. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, it has to. Yeah. 
it, it's it, just but life. I just don't respond. I choose to respond in yes. a way. And yeah, there is a so moment. True. There is a moment of I can be in the old paradigm. There is a moment. The difference is I witness myself in that old paradigm. And I'm able to say, oh, yeah. that's the old. Yeah. That's you realize because you're aware. Exactly. Because I'm aware. aware. And it, I'll give you an example. Yeah. It happened the other day with my husband and I was really tired. And I found myself whinging and moaning about something so trivial. And it was simply, I, my love language is touch. And so he knows of an evening, I just, I, he can spend all day, even in the house, doing his own thing, me doing my, all day. But come nine o'clock, I just need him to sit and touch me. Just not say anything to me. Just sit and touch my body, touch my skin, right? And mm -hmm. the other day he sat at the dinner table, sat opposite, and he's talking to me, and, he's, and I was getting more and more frustrated because it felt like torture. He was far away and not... But for him, his love language is acts of service. So he was making dinner, he was getting me a cup of tea, he was doing different things for me, and I just lost it. I just, I'm like... Have you no idea how many times I've said to you, you need to connect with me and this is how I need you to do you all this language. And I caught myself. That would have in the past escalated into me sulking for a week, right? I caught myself in that old paradigm because... You realized. I had to give myself grace. You became aware. I was aware. I had to give myself grace and go... Oh, you go, hold on. Not doing this. Yeah. Not doing this. Yeah. So I stopped. No, good. Yeah. But I realized yeah. I see. it happens when we're empty, when we're tired, yeah. when we're hungry, when yeah. we're not taking care of ourselves. And yeah. so I think I, I'm, re I'm just making so much sense because there are situations where, for example, when I get hunger pains, before I would get really angry. I'll be so agitated. Oh, it's not, it's not ready. You're all, all. Yeah. But uh, now I still get it. And it, it feels the old me is coming out. Like I feel it, like I feel the pressure. And then I'm, because I'm aware, I realize, okay, what am I doing? Yes. So what? Just wait. <laughs> so I get back to it, but not all the time. But it, when it's sometimes when the hunger pain is really bad, I, because just eat once a day. I don't eat during the day. I just eat at night. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, that that's, does trigger. But now you're aware yeah. of it. You can nip it in the bud. Yeah. You can actually yeah. stop yourself. And what I do is I ask for what I need. Rather than assuming he knows, I ask myself, what do I need in this moment? What's going on? So I ask a smarter mm -hmm. question. What do I need? Yeah. Oh, hold on. I'm tired. Yeah. And I just need him to touch me. Okay. Yeah. That's it. I, Simple. I, I can't expect him to remember. Or See how we make it complicated? <laughs> like, it's so super simple, right? And then we get so hung up on, on things and our thoughts just take up, take over. And we just go cuckoo banana for no reason. And then a week, two weeks later, we don't even remember that situation. What a waste of energy, right? And also, what a waste of time. Yeah. We can, I, he gets confused. I get confused. And then, yeah. So I just said to him, 
Because he's like, what's happening with this crazy lady? I'm making her a nice cup of tea. Oh my God. From his side, he was doing all the good things. He was doing, like, he was really being good. He was feeling good about himself. <laughs> no. I mean, all of a sudden, and all of a sudden, you started getting that reaction. And it's like, it's like what whoa, what happened? So I yeah, just I've been through those. Yeah, I just said to him, babe, yeah. whoa, I'm sorry. I just said, I'm sorry. I just need you to come sit with me and hold me, please. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. And he just laughs yeah. and he sits now and holds me. And so many times we laugh and, and we say, gosh, if only we'd known this, we would have spent less 20 years of our marriage. We would have spent so much happier. He said, yeah. It's so simple. So true. It's so simple to so make you happy. Life is simple as anything, man. Like we, I could look back and, so much time was wasted making it difficult. Like I was, and then everybody around you, you feel like they're also sensing the difficulty, right? And then yeah. the conversations are always about the difficulty, right? And then that reinforces how you're feeling, how your paradigm is. You're matching with their paradigm. Now all of a sudden you're together talking about how miserable or bad, whatever the situation is. And then it just keeps going like addiction, right? Like it just keeps going and going. Then all of a sudden we'll see a flower or something or a baby. Oh, you feel really good. Yeah. Then someone sends an email about something and then back to normal again, right? So it was always like, oh man, I just hope, I'm just so grateful that I don't have to go through that. And for you, I, you must agree as well, Dimple, that when you're when you start experiencing this beauty of life, you want everyone to have it badly. And then even though, like for me, when I talk to family and friends about this stuff and I try to help them, I, it just feels like I, I know what they're thinking. I don't know. I try not to do that, but it's hard not to because I sense that they feel like I'm you know, trying to sell them something or I'm trying to make a sale. And my intentions are purely it was at one time but purely dude i just want to help you i just want to give you some nugget to make the experience better and but that also feels like there's resistance so can you talk a little bit about that resistance you know that yes. that resistance that people have even in our entrepreneurship that they just cannot open up to this they can't believe that it can be simple obviously it needs a paradigm shift right you have to work on it but Getting to that point where they get out of the way, how would you deal with that resistance? Yeah, I love that question, Shay. Thank you so much. And I mm. spent a lifetime no. trying to fix everybody to get them to list, yeah. right? And yeah. what I've realized is that we're actually projecting our judgment on them, even though we don't realize yeah. it. What we're doing is we're saying we're better than them. And we want yeah, it. I caught myself. Yeah. And actually, yeah. that creates resistance. The imagine, ego. Ego. Imagine if somebody else was telling you you were wrong. Is it magnetized? Or, or giving you a better way. Giving you a better way, meaning, oh, what, my way is not good enough? Because think. in giving you a better way, what that's telling the other person is that they're wrong. Yeah. So what do you, how do you deal with that? So what you do is you actually focus and you give the compassion you desire from others. So you focus on what they're doing well rather than what they're not. So you help them see evidence where they're actually creating bliss for themselves. 
So you really So if there's an experience, if there's an experience where they're feeling something and they're happy, for example, and you could come in and say that feeling, isn't that doesn't that feel really spiritual? Like, doesn't that like well, stuff no, like that? No, I wouldn't even do that no. because those are your words. What I would do is I was I would heighten their awareness to how they're feeling and how well they did. So wow. That's incredible, that feeling that you have. Thank you so much for showing me that that's possible. And they're like, what did I do? And I said, and I'll say, look at how happy you are, what you created. That's incredible how you did that. You mean like what they have done for work-wise, like their business and their career, their life? Exactly, or whatever it is. Yeah, point out the good. Point out the good and congratulate them with compassion. Don't try and give them a solution. It's not a problem. Don't put your words on it. So the problem, the problems that you see where they're struggling, you do not engage. You do not bring it up. You let it be, let it go kind of thing. But any, just be looking. What we say to our students in our programs, what we do is we call it leave everyone with the impression of increase, right? So yes. you're always, always looking for good and people yes. genuine not fake genuine goodness and you just make them aware of it genuine so i'll give you an example the example of my husband and what i gave about him making the tea and doing all the things right in that moment i actually said i'm sorry babe thank you for gifting me your time and loving me in the way that you do i'm sorry i didn't notice it thank you <laughs> I was creating the resistance, not them. Because in their yeah. mind, there's no resistance. In my mind, I'm projecting resistance. Yes. That's how powerful we are. Right. As human beings. Exactly. So everything is connected. So when you feel resistance, it's actually your projection of resistance on them. Yeah, it's the same, it's the same situation where when I used to interview people back in the day, I would always start, my energy was all about, I, hopefully I do a good job. Hopefully I ask good questions. I hope they're comfortable with me. I hope they like this. I hope they find the show. Like I was all going in with all that stuff about making sure that they're, they're happy. Like I was worried so much. On yeah. Their, yeah, like I wanted to make sure. And that kind of, it would backfire because it would make my style more tense it would make the questioning more problematic because I was trying to remember answers and questions while they were talking. I wasn't present. And then also I would experience that kind of energy back from them. Like they weren't feeling that good. So I was basically causing it. And now that I do them, it's completely different. Like they're completely different. Yeah. Because what is the difference? What is your intention now? I'm so curious. My intention now is just to be present and just be right. the way I'm always am. Most of the time, I'm just feeling like the bliss, like I'm feeling good. I'm always in my awareness and I'm always in the field. I'm just, I'm just everywhere. I'm just feeling everything. I'm sensing the other person I'm talking to. I'm listening attentively to everything they're saying. I'm taking it in. And then whatever comes out, I just let it come out. I don't stop it. I don't, I'm not trying to think about the answer question or intellectually. 
I'm just allowing things to flow. Sometimes you'll see some of my episode. I'll just be like, yeah. it's like they they stop talking and I'll be, and I feel like I'm, I was like, oh my god, I probably like, but guys probably think I'm crazy, like just looking at them. But I was just waiting for something to come, and I'll just because if I dump into, if I go into the intellect, then I get, then I'll get drawn in, and it happens. Obviously, you get drawn in conversations. Yeah, absolutely. There's, it's actually easier than we think. And that's the problem. Here's that. It's actually easier than we think because we think. Yes. That's a good point. Right? Yeah. Instead of. It's actually easier than we think. That's, is that a quote? No, I just said it. Or you just came up with it. So that's great. If I, I'm going to use that again. So if you don't mind, <laughs> because it's pretty we, cool. It's actually yeah. if we easier feel, than we think. If we feel from the heart, then we yeah. know what. And this is where the intuition and the psychic stuff comes in. Because when you feel, you know somebody. You feel them. You don't think you know them. You feel them. Yeah. When we connect to It's all the feeling. We felt. Like, the yes. first time we connected, our call got mixed up, right? And so we ended yeah. up having to reschedule. And we yes. both were in the, even from the emails, we both knew that there was no hard feeling. We're just human. And when it's meant to happen, no. to happen. No, yeah, absolutely not. There was no, not at all. He should have scheduled better or he should have scheduled. Are they not here? No, but I used to, yes. but it was nothing like that. But you'll get that for some people, right? Like even with you, when you're interacting with people, you'll get that energy back unfortunately sometimes it will happen where you'll get that nudge of attitude for example right it's like, oh i didn't mean to i don't i didn't want to give that impression but from your side you don't feel it right so that's important and also in those moments i always feel like i was there once so what would i yeah received in that moment you want to help i would have liked yeah. to receive love and compassion yeah. In that moment, yeah. I realized, and this, this is something that really helped me was that in my desire to fix and help people, to get them to where I am, I realized that I was projecting the energy of judgment. And that's what you talk about resistance. That's what the resistance is. It's not there. You're causing it, basically. I'm causing the resistance because I'm judging. Yeah, and I've been... I think I've been doing that too, even though I don't mean to, exactly. like I want to, my intention is to help, but I'm coming across as that. And then I'm also sensing that as well, because I'm doing it and that, <laughs> that person probably doesn't even feel it. Okay. Yeah. See yeah. that? And in that judgment, yeah. when we judge, it means that we are right and they're, out, they're wrong. Yeah. Even though that's not our intention. No. We're right but, and you're yeah. wrong. We're enlightened and you're not. Let nah, me, nah, nah, boo. Yeah, let me help you. <laughs> enlightened. Yeah, yeah. It's not up yeah, to Like, you. I'm better than you. But I'm enlightened, I'm better than you. Like, yeah. it's like, that's so bad. So bad. And even yeah. though your heart yeah. is not there, that's not your intention. No. I but the energy. Know. Yes. It's the energy. And so, what I have come to experience is when I'm in that judgment mode, and I feel resistance. I ask myself, what am I judging here? Why do I have to be right and they have to be wrong? 
What if we can both be right? What can I see in them that is right? What can I learn in this situation? What gift are they giving me in this situation of learning? Yeah, no, it's so true, Dimple. This is great. Such a great conversation. We could go on forever with this stuff. But I want to ask you what you feel your innermost superpower is that got you to this point. Self-awareness. Self-awareness. Such an amazing power. Yeah. Continue. Nobody wants to do it, but when you do it, everything changes. Because how can I expect anybody else to be self-aware if I'm not leading by example? Yeah. Yeah. You always want to, you always want people to realize that we're always trying to change other the other person trying to fix the other person trying to help the other person but if you didn't work on yourself and become self-aware first just like when you go into a plane right to see if there's an emergency always put the belt on and the mask on yourself before you help someone else excellent love it dimple that's (laughs) awesome Just to say, this is the reason I do this work is because I will never ask anybody else to do something that I haven't experienced myself. Yeah, same. That's, I agree, 100%. That's great. How could you, though? I don't even think that's possible. That How is that even possible? Because we were talking about that energy, right? Reading and how we vibrationally feel other human beings and situations. How could that be possible if... If that wasn't the case, like, how do you, There's many do you know what I mean? And many people are comfortable with it. So I'll give you an example. If you think about a football coach or a mentor, a football coach may never have played one game of football as a player, but can coach because they've learned the strategy, right? So they uh... make a strategy. A mentor is somebody who has been a player in the past, and can now mentor from experience. Yeah, because it feels impossible to help someone if you haven't been in the trenches yourself. Like, how do you advise someone? How do you tell someone what the experience is, how to do something when you did not do it yourself? That's why I was surprised with that. But but um, it depends on your outcome and what you want to achieve. So if you're a coach, you can coach from textbook and be really good at it. But if you're wanting to be a mentor, right? Yeah, mentors by experience. As well as textbook. Can be both. I shifted into mentorship when I realized that everything I teach is coaching, but it's also mentorship. Because I I heal marriages because I heal my own. Like we've been together now 33 years. We've been married 20 years. Yeah. No, it's great, Dimple. This is great. Keep it up. Keep helping people. Keep changing lives one person at a time. There's no, it feels like there's a rush. It feels like we need to help more and more people. I used to feel that way. But really, it doesn't have to be anything with force. Nothing really has to, right? One person at a time through this interview, hopefully we have made someone aware out there that sees that in you, Dimple, and gets in touch with you and you can help them and become more self-aware, become more calmer, happier, wealthier, right? And all that good stuff from it. And I wish you like that, genuinely wish you 
that from my heart that I want you to definitely be out there as long as possible, changing lives. Thank you. I fully received that. I felt it in every cell in my body. Thank you, Shade. I, I yeah, just, you're welcome. Yeah, heartfelt. I appreciate you're it. You're welcome. No problem. You're welcome. And yeah, self-awareness is great. Audience, you guys, I talk about this a lot, but it really is the truth that do not have to look at life the way you look at it. If you feel like it's forceful or there's pressure, it's difficult, what does this all mean? Those kind of feelings, which are natural, but there is a better way. When you align yourself with the trueness of who you are and you start spreading love as much as possible, you will start seeing those changes in your life and then people around you. But it all starts with the mirror. You know what? In the mirror, you got to work on that first. And there needs to be an effort there. You utilize the gift that you were given, which is willpower, will, will with the higher mental faculties. There's six of them. Will is the one that you need to get to that point. But once you get to that point, it just becomes the nature. It just becomes like you were born this way. You always, you are always a self-aware person and that is when things start to shift and things become much easier and thank you again for joining us today for today's episode continue to share continue to help other people by sharing these episodes especially this one you want to get this out to as many people as possible we're here because we mean well for you because we know how it can shift very quickly but doesn't have to take years and because you were given these gifts so thank you again audience and thank you again dimple if there's any last words you would like to share with the audience please go ahead i would love to i would love to say that sometimes it can feel like hard work and it's a choice it doesn't have to be and when we let go of resistance mm -hmm. and we look at ourselves for our solutions yes. it's incredible how things happen so fast when we realized that really the resistance was coming from within. So my desire. Get out of the way. My desire, my heartfelt desire for you is to maybe look at alternatives. Maybe look at if what you're doing now is causing you heartache and pain and it feels hard. There is another way. And I just, my desire mm. and my wish and my hope is that in that struggle, you seek some comfort and solace in a different way. Don't keep doing the same things over and over again, expecting different results. It's not going to happen. Yeah. So, Dimple, thank you again, and thank you, audience.